The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. to uh, Kevin Zipak and our buddy Sean's back here too, right? Yeah. I believe Sean so, Sean yeah. over there. Thanks he laughs, you know, for thanking. Oh, uh, we got Chardog. We got Chardog. Oh, Charlie. But, but Sean just took off now. He's hightailed it out of town. Yeah, because, you know, when you when you punch that ticket, it's 201. Yeah, it's gone. You don't work after right. 2 o'clock. Hey, You're lucky. My car, my car can't get out of the garage after 6. Well, I'm yeah, going to have a problem today. My parking six. thing was going haywire. What you saying? My parking thing was going haywire. I, had the roof. I parked on the roof today. We're all back on? And Aww. let me tell you, the construction guys that were working on the elevators... And no, I didn't hit a curb today. It's her birthday. Be nice. Yeah, be nice to me for birthday. Back in Vegas no, with the five thousand dollars chips. I, okay, that is such a five thousand dollars. He's chip. so full of really? crap. But I saw her in I'm Vegas about ten when years I go to ago. Vegas. I'm not. I'm Mar- not. I'm a big. I go, big what? money tables. I've never seen that color of chips. They're so like color is a five thousand dollar chip. Scope, man, they had glitter on it's them. A rainbow. He it's was unbelievable. Like, when he saw me in Vegas a couple years ago, he he pretend like he didn't even know me. Oh, that's he, not he true. Was like, really? Oh yeah. That's he didn't want true. me. He didn't want me to come not over. Not true at all. I was at Bellagio. I wasn't staying at Bellagio. I, I was staying at one of the poorer hotels. But I went to Bellagio what and saw a hotel yeah, where you staying down the street, at? Del Remo. <laughs> staying at oh. Del Remo. <laughs> Del Remo. There's no such now, thing. Sure, it became the Hooters Hotel. Oh. Yeah, Del Remo became the Hooters Hotel when Hooters bought it. I was down at the El Remo. <laughs> Meanwhile, when what I walked you in there, to the bar, I stand, you know, trying to find a, the right rate. You know what I'm saying? You were not. What's it cost to be at the old Remo? I come Are in we there. still talking hotels? And these things had, like, glitter on them. I couldn't believe it. What are we talking I'm about like, now? Chips? Chips? The yeah, chips? the chips that they were using. I go, Peg, what kind of chip is that? That's just not true, and you know it. You're just making it up. You guys, you guys are making up. These are the, Tommy and and Yurko's fables. Yeah, I'm not it's making like, up anything. Yes, I'm listening. Fa- you guys, it's like, like the story fables. time. Like the bro- it. Let's like the story time. Grim. Let's open. Yes, yeah, the brothers. brothers Grimm. Grimm right exactly. Here. I have no. I have no input onto this. I'm still laughing at the Uncle Remo's hotel or whatever it was. The El Remo. El Remo. Yeah. Yeah, Remo. Aptly named from what I've come there here, you know. <laughs> Good for us. Yeah. But now it's Hooters. Yesterday, Meller left us at like 15 minutes before the show ended. He had a little fantasy football draft with some high rollers. Oh, wow. Oh, you yeah, had to leave early? Bo- with the Boca Boys. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Somebody's in the big time now. Yeah. Oh, yes. I, yeah. had my, I had my fantasy football draft last night, but well, it go? was not with. It, it it was pretty good. Don't ask me. I always forget who there my first pick was. Tyree Kill. Tyree Kill was my first. I had the sixth. I had the sixth overall pick. So that's not but a bad. It's pick. looking like on my te- on my league. I'm the commissioner. It looks like Victoria's Secret is going to have a really good team. Nice. Really? Yes. yes. Is that the best name? Because the names oh, are always some very good. important. Yeah. Um, Bob Slick's chicks. Excuse me. Bob Slick's, Bob Slick's chicks. chicks. Uh, that's that's a, another My, good one. When I was so in the NASCAR, slick yeah. chicks. When I was he's in the, the NASCAR, star, he's the uh, you get your um, tea times from. Him. Okay. Oh, there you go. When I used to be in NASCAR, Little E's Rusty Lugnuts was my team. <laughs> yeah, 
You know, you got to be creative sometimes. And I, 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 took, I took it to, you Wasn't know, Miller's Wally Fingers stand. mustache rides yeah, was the yeah. name of his? Oh, oh my. So random. Yeah. Gridiron Assassin had one, but it's not available on the air. I can do it on Unhinged. Okay. Named after Kevin Spacey. Oh, oh no, boy. He named one after oh, Kevin Spacey. Yeah, right. I'm just letting you know. It happened in the beautiful country of Croatia, my homeland. But... It definitely is very specific in okay. the picture. I, you just stop. He had the just picture stop. there yeah, yeah. to give you the ideal thought of you. what was or what you. was going on. No, I stopped. No, I you stopped. Didn't. You're still talking no, about it. I stopped. It's over. It's over. I made it. Whew. How are you guys? Good to see you. Good to see you. How's Eberflus's uh, press conference? Is that ready? I haven't heard Negative. You. Are you sure? They, they must well, be making some is big he approaching deal. the mic? Bajent is going to join us at 2.30. Now, if we have... Uh, different yeah, things at two thirty. We're taking Bajent. Bajent, yeah. We're taking secret Bajent, man. We no. are not taking the press you conference. Gotta, no, you got to you got to call no. one guy and one guy only. Uh, that's one hundred percent for sure. We are taking Bajent Orange. Daniel Zetterman. No, we're yes. not bothering him today. No, He's no. up in Milwaukee. Doing what? Oh. They're all together up there. Oh. No one's upstairs. Oh. It's a big powwow up in Milwaukee wow. today. What are they oh. learning? Meeting. What do you think oh, they're learning? Lots of stuff. Oh boy. Oh, boy. They're deciding the fate of the four of us. Wow. Did you see the big moves they had up there in Wisconsin? <laughs> what was that? The, the, the consolidating efforts they had up there? I did not. You didn't see Are that? Are you talking about with the shows? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you well, did see it. I did see that. Did I read see that. that. Yes. Wait, what did yeah. they do? They they they, 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 they yeah they did it. Well, Scalzo's now going to be the uh, the he's the new market manager this is truly of, inside of baseball, GKP Milwaukee. This is inside baseball. So yeah. the, so Ben this Brust industry needed stuff. new he needed new co-hosts. He needed a new co-host. So he's got two new co-hosts. Two new ones. A former punter with uh, the Badgers and in the NFL. Oh boy, Nort. Gotta what? be excited. Isn't it it's something Nort? You guys hey, had you. Hey. What's the guy's name? Norton. Norton! Listen, those kickers... You're looking mighty fine in those jeans, Norton! Those kickers are uh, making some money on their podcasts. Yeah, they are. I mean... The punters? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No doubt. Yes, they are. I'm told one of the best personalities inside Hallis Hall is Patrick Scales. The Bears' long snapper. Long snapper. Oh, I was told Patrick Manley was one of the best yes. personalities for a long time. Up I there. was told that we need at one time to put Patrick Scales on the air. If you watch your the, audience is dying watched, for it. Have you ever watched the videos that they do that the Bears do coming off the field and they'll have the guy right. stop by the camera and, and say, say something? Scales is actually very yeah. funny. We were It's not like we're going to do any like uh, snapping talk. Oh no! But break it down. down. Break yeah, it down. We're just going to talk. You know there's Talk. Kids that get college scholarships simply by being able to snap the ball. Right. And that, they have the longest tenures. Well, I mean, because they don't do anything. Of course they do. Well, you Johnny, what do you think about a Hall of Fame spot for the best long snapper David in the history Bin. of the game? David Bin. Okay. I'm ready for him. You ready? Yeah. You ready to allow David that Bin. guy San to Diego go Chargers. into the uh, Hall of Fame? Who? The uh, if they're going to put Devin Hester in, absolutely. I want the long I want a chain gang guy in there. Who's the best chain gang guy? Uh, why no respect for the guys in the chain gang? They work every single because, weekend. Because they're Rain not or playing. Snow, they're not reason, football they're players. Not players. You know the guys in the chain gang? What do you mean they're not players? They're not, they're not players. players. Either was Gil Brandt. Gil Brandt's in the Hall of Fame. What are you well, talking he, about? He's he making... Hee-ha, hee-ha, what? Hee-ha, ha, what? Hey, Nick Horner, he's in the Hall of Fame. Is he in the Hall of Fame or isn't he in the Hall of Fame? He he drafted players. Look, he made decisions. No, so the chain we game went from, is measuring. We, of course, of course, it's unheralded. 
unsung. Unheralded. Yes, unheralded and unsung. Would you like to be you on know, the chain gang? You know my chain gang guy in, in, in Jacksonville had sunflower seeds for me all the time? Oh, that's I come to right. wow. He looked at me. He Why looked at me. He? And, I, and he put his hand out and gave me some sunflower seeds. I said, here you go, kid. I said, you care. You care. Look at that. Makes someone seeds. cared about you. Go to the bench. Everybody cares about me, Sylvie. Not everybody. <laughs> it's because I'm handsome. Did you hear that? Like, I don't know if you noticed this, but I am a P1 of this show. And, and like, oh, he, oh, he, sweet guy. For, he's, on, a, he's in baseball hibernation for months. Yeah. Jesse comes on and, and he takes a nap. Takes a nap. Yes. And now all of a sudden, he, he comes out today. Do you have this, Tyler? Do we have this already to go? <laughs> and, and today, uh, he makes a, a, a proclamation that he's starting to watch some baseball. Yeah, yeah he yeah. did so say that. So it was like yesterday was opening day for him, and he has it's, suddenly exactly. noticed that Nico Horner is playing second base this year. That's right. I didn't know <laughs> All that. All of a sudden. <laughs> when did that happen? Are you surprised how well Nick Horner was able to, Nico Horner has been able to Nick Horner. make the transformation to second base? And first of all. He's been playing second base all year. It is the end of August. This is not April. Well, it's just a, an analysis of the whole season. And second of all, he played second base next to Javi Baez when yeah. he came up in, in, into Major he, League Baseball. Then he played short, and now he's come back. He may have forgotten. Mr. Hibernation for months. Yeah. And now all of a sudden. Oh, don't be upset. And then I talked about my switch hitting thunder stick. Yeah, I heard you. And then you, yeah. you, you came after me. Yeah, well, I didn't come after you. I wanted, you you've you been after him all year. I have not been and after then, him. And, it and was then more what did I get from Jesse? Thing. And I didn't want to correct Jesse. I, I don't. That's not what I do. Oh, sure. I don't correct Jesse. <laughs> yeah, it is. It really is. He goes, boy, we really like to use the. If his slugging percentage is a little bit higher. Well, higher than who? I mean, Dansby Swanson might be like. 13 points ahead of him, and the other guy is like 8 points ahead of him. Who's the other guy? Some How much higher does it need to be? It's about time I mean, he woke he's there, up he's from with his with all the guys. I go, don't wake me up. Leave me asleep. Now i got to pay attention to these guys. you got to be careful. Because <laughs> I'm going to see stuff that people don't see. That's mm. what I do. Such as? What's well, you guys just see it. Yeah, I see 60s, man. <laughs> 60. Nick Horner. I see all the dimensions, man. <laughs> Upside down. 60 is how I look at the game. You guys looking at it in one dimension. I'm looking at it from all angles. Dan Swanson to Nick Horner to Belly for the double play. <laughs> Chad is Bellinger. First? Is he at first? <laughs> what the hell is he doing at first base? So good. Flashing the leather. Oh, okay. my heavens. I you can't should, wait to make my... You should be working security I haven't with that been, kind of vision. Oh, yeah. Right. We could use you. So we're at the Cold Stone Smokehouse. Where were we at? Old Town Smokehouse? Smoke Show? <laughs> Where were we? You were Cold Stone Creamery? Where were we? What was the name of the Old bar? Crow. Old Let's Crow. Here. Boom. There it is. Old Crow Smokehouse. It's amazing they paid. And we're over there. I'm shocked myself. <laughs> <laughs> but I haven't been to Ridleyville since then. Well, actually, to pick up my daughter from the Lady Goo Goo concert. No, it wasn't that. It was Pink. Lady it was Pink. I, she went and saw Pink. I was in Ridleyville again for that one. Yeah, yeah, you were here waiting for her. You actually picked her up. Yes, I dropped her off and picked her and my goddaughter up. You know that was unbelievably nice. Well, why wouldn't I do that for my daughter? Wow, I have. I mean, They're the fruits of my loin. I mean, come <laughs> no, on, now. just the one is not the not the other. I didn't one. come and pick my well, daughter. That's your goddaughter. Yeah, I mean, the fruit the of my fruit, loin. Yeah, thank right. you, thank right. you. Unless you want to break some. I'm glad news. you corrected me. I'm glad you corrected me. <laughs> are you breaking news? No, now? the other two were in Northwest Indiana. They were in the two one nine at the time. Yeah. <laughs> 
He's on a roll. No, don't you're on a roll, Sylvie. Don't stop him. Attacking me about my baseball knowledge. You you have been in hibernation. I, I, I have been, like a grizzly bear all winter. <laughs> well, I you woke know up and I said, what, the Cubs are in first place? I go, what? expectation level has no. been so hey, low. How about this? Don't protect him. Guys, it, no, it, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Nobody's got to protect me. I don't care. 78 wins, you know what happens. I got to give a Stoichki to, to Cappy. You know that. Not you hard. remember your rant? It won't be difficult. They suck. What were you expecting? Hey, remember when we were my, that was my point. Yeah. Listen, nobody's made this point. I want to be the first one to do it. Jed Hoyer did a pretty nice job. <laughs> nobody's done that. I want to be the first one to do it. I want to be the first one to do it. Okay? Nobody's mentioned You're this all year. New ground here. Yeah. All year. Nobody's giving Jed Hoyer credit. I want to be the first guy at this station to give Jed Hoyer credit. Oh Boom. There well you done. go. Well done, John. Uh-huh. Welcome. So uh-huh. magnanimous. Got to love, gotta love the good like cat. Gotta. Can't wait to get back hey, to Ridley. how about that Chris Getz, huh? I'm not a White Sox fan. You got the wrong guy here. <laughs> you, you, what do you think? Carmen just walked in? This guy's chiding somebody. I'm, I'm looking over my shoulder. Did the ghost of Carmen just come hey, in behind the me off, even, off the golf course? Even if he... Ends up being really good. It, it's just such bad pub yeah. right now. Eberflus is here. You want to go to oh, Eberflus? Yep. Yeah, let's go to the head, the Bears head coach at Lake Forest right now. That's been good. Um, it's a little. It's a different time, you know, for the, in for our locker room because you know we had some guys that were leaving, exiting guys that are coming in. You know, so we had a good team meeting this morning about bringing those guys together and bringing them into the fold of uh, of what our culture is and what. Uh, what the buy-in has to be and how we practice and how we do things. And that's an ongoing process to learn that for the new guys because uh, they're coming from different different places and different backgrounds. So uh, we'll onboard those guys as we go uh, going into this next week. Um, we also uh, voted for captains uh, yesterday, and I revealed it to the guys today. And I'll reveal that to you guys right now. So the uh, captains for 2023 are uh, Tremaine Edmonds, uh, Eddie Jackson, uh, DJ Moore and Justin Fields, um, and as last year, we'll have also have an honorary captain uh, each week uh, going into each game. And you know, I always tell the guys the first rule of leadership is leading yourself, and everybody's a leader. And we need uh, leadership in every room, uh, from the first guy to the last guy. And we need uh, discipline, and habits have to be right, and we have to do a great job of leading and following. You know, that sometimes you have to you take the lead. And sometimes you also got to listen and 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 follow follow who's in front, and that's important that we do that as a group. Um, but uh, with that, I'll open up to questions. Do you know the Packers guy yet? What's that? The rotating captain. Do you know who it'll be for? I don't know. Yep, I don't know that yet. With Khalid Kareem, uh, did he make an impression upon you at all during joint practices? And if so, what did you see out of him during that time? Yeah, he did, uh, and I and I saw him play run the run uh, well a couple of times, and also sh- saw his motor. Um, I really like this motor. Um, it runs hot, and he's a great effort player. Um, and he can, he's very physical. So we, we like that about him, and uh, we're excited about developing him um, in our system. Man, now that uh, Nathan Peterman is, is back and on the roster, have you decided on an exact depth chart behind Justin Fields? Yeah, we have not decided that, uh, but we're sure glad to have him back. Um, you know, he's really good for that room. You know, him and Justin, you know, 
learned, you know, the offense together, uh, so to speak. Um, so they're speaking the same language. Um, so they, they understand it really well, and I think it's good to have them in the room. What went into the decision to sign him to the 53 versus practice squad? I know Ryan said yesterday that both were up on the... Yeah, just uh, just we wanted to really secure him in that situation. And, uh, you know, we don't know what's going to happen in the future, you know, with uh, who's going to be up for the game, who's going to be the backup. So we'll decide that as we go. Ryan, Ryan talked about being... Covered. Deciding it, how comfortable you are with Bajan as the number two. What really, from your standpoint as a head coach, what goes into that? What's the big decision as far as having a guy who has no experience in the NFL, has come from Division Two, and yet he's in consideration for the number two guy behind Fields? Yeah, just performance. You know, the performance he had in camp and the performance he had during those uh, preseason games. And we like where he is. Um, and we like where Nate is. You know, so we're, we're excited to have both those guys and see where they develop to and, uh, and where they go. But would that be a little bit of a leap of faith for, you know, because preseason's different from a regular season and of a game. The game speed's different, a lot of things are different. Sure. Is there a little bit of a leap of faith or unknown as far as if you made that decision with Bajan? Um, I would say that, uh, you know, you know, we haven't made any decisions yet, so we're 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 still in that process. And uh, but yeah, I mean, when you first put a guy out there, like any rookie, like it was Brisker or anybody, you're always, you know, you just kind of don't know, you know, until you know. Now, what you can go by is what they practice and how they play and how they perform in practice, and that's all you have, and that's what we always have, you know. And somebody's, oh, you always got to have your first performance, and when they go out there, they'll perform and they'll do, uh, they'll really rely what their what their practice habits are. Does the new rule about the emergency quarterback on Sundays incentivize you guys to keep the three on? Um, it, it was part of that. It was part of that. But uh, again, you, you know, there's, I think there was maybe, and you guys can check me on this number, but there was only a handful of guys that kept three. I think it was six or seven that had three quarterbacks as I checked yesterday, but it could be more than that. I don't know how they finalized that, but, uh, um, there's only, there was only a small amount that did, but, uh, we decided to do it. And Brisker's been out for a long time now. Is yeah. there, has this changed where you are? It's at least in question whether he'll be ready for next week. We, he's doing a lot of re, uh, going, uh, doing things this this weekend. You know, he's been in there in practice uh, this week, which has been good. Um, and he's been working off to the side also during practice. So he's starting to get himself in there, and we feel good where he is. And Wednesday, next Wednesday, will be a big day for him uh, when we get back into the pads. So it, it'll be a big day for us. That sounds like that sounds like you're not 100 percent sure that. Well, it's just to wait and see. You know, how how does the rehab go this weekend? Because he's doing something every day. He's doing something Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and then into Tuesday. And then we'll see where it goes. And, again, when you get the pads on and start and start cracking and, and doing full-speed movements, then we'll we'll see where it is. Okay, you, put, you placed Tevin on IR, but as you look at your offensive line, bringing in Feeney, how do you yep. feel like that group can come together in advance of game one that's getting so close? I think, well, I think, you know, first of all, you know, the coach is really good. You know, Simo is an excellent coach. Uh, you know, Luke Steckel does a great job, you know, helping him. And uh, those guys will come together. He's an excellent teacher. And I feel good about the five guys we have in there right now. And uh, those guys will gel uh, next week, and they continue to do a better job, you know, now that Nate's in there and everybody's get in there working. Right, with Feeney, we've talked about his versatility, but traits-wise, what are you seeing him as an offensive lineman that has given him uh, the ability to start as long as he has and, and be an experienced guy? Like his, his flex, you know, the position flex is obviously something that we coveted um, there to be an inside, you know, piece there for us, you know, for in games and the experience, you know, just like we said, there's a known and unknown factor to playing a rookie, right? And there's also a known factor. All right, uh, there you go. There's Matt Eberflus. And again, uh, to recap, the brisker news is that he's working off to the side and also working in pads. And uh, they're hoping 
that he'll be available for for next week. But still, they're not sure. The captains, Tremaine Edmonds, Eddie Jackson, uh, DJ Moore, and Justin Fields. Um, any other news that you took out of there, uh, Waddle? No. And then uh, Tyson Bagent is going to join us here in just a minute. No, I think uh, that was basically all of it. Uh, you know, they're they're going to get through this week, and then they'll they'll get themselves up uh, and hopefully get themselves ready for Green Bay next week. Uh, and I think uh, Tyson is ready to go. Let's bring him in right now. So we go from the podium to uh, right now that one of the Bears' backup quarterbacks. Tyson Bagent, one of the better stories in the entire NFL, uh, from Shepard to the Chicago Bears. He joins us right now on the CarX Tire and Auto Hotline on Waddle and Sylvie. Tyson, congratulations. Thank you, sir. I really appreciate it. I appreciate you guys having me on. So take us through um, when you found out and how you found out that you made the Bears 53. Um, well, I didn't get brought in by a scout didn't pick me out and bring me in, um, first off, which is, I think the big thing. And then, uh, Ryan Holt, um, and you know, everything just kind of, the schedule kept going as normal for me, thankfully. Were you confident that, that this was ultimately going to be the decision that was made by the, the organization? Um, you know, I wasn't really, I was really just trying my best not to really even think about it. I, all I was doing was just you know, looking at the schedule, going to the next thing that was on the schedule and just making sure I was ready for whatever it was um, that was on the schedule for that day. And, um, you know, I left the decision making up to, you know, all the decision makers. Hmm. Truthfully, I know you never want to count your chickens before they hatch. But after you you scored in that last game against the Bills, were you like, oh, yeah, I'm on this team? Uh, I mean, I don't. I wouldn't even say I was necessarily. I, I don't think my mind was there. I think my mind was just, you know, happy to be in the end zone and happy that I was able that you know we were able to execute, you know, on a drive and put points on the board. Just because you know that is very hard at this level. So anytime you can do it, I think that's kind of where the focus goes. Also, the stadium was rocking, so that was also something I was thinking about as well. But after the game, did you did you think that that you had solidified your chance of making the team? Uh, you know, I don't think that I did. Um, I was just, you know, very happy to have had a, a successful preseason. But, you know, it was my, you know, this is my first year doing this. This is my first time doing this. So, you know, I know crazier things maybe have happened. Uh, so I didn't think too highly or lowly of my chances on making the team. And, you know, kind of like I stated before, just try to, you know, remain focused and do whatever it was that we had next. Tyson, describe to us what the last couple of months have been like for you. Uh, it's been a you know complete dream come true, obviously, um, and it, and it's just been a lot of fun. I know this is you know this is a lot bigger than just than just myself. I know I'm infecting you know a lot of people you know with a lot of you know inspiration and motivation. You know, I feel and I feel like I'm doing what you know God put me on earth to do. So you know that feels you know really good. Um, and you know this NFL gig is is pretty hard, so it's really rewarding whenever you, the hard work that you put in it, you know starts to pay off. Um, so it's been a lot of fun, and you know I really can't say it um, say it enough. Just a dream come true. What, was there some significant disappointment attached with not being drafted? But and did that go away when you were able to sign with a team that you had some familiarity with because you knew Luke Etsy from the Senior Bowl? Yeah, I think the Bears were the most aggressive in, in kind of just showing me that they, you know, that they liked my game, that they liked my film, that the people that came to practice liked what they saw. Um, and then obviously being able to have Coach Getzey at the Senior Bowl was definitely a plus. 
Um, so it was an easy decision once I wasn't drafted to, to choose Chicago. What was the moment like after you made the team and, and you knew you were on it with your family, with your dad, who's been one of your biggest supporters, been very outspoken? It was great. I think, you know, I think he was he was definitely pumped. I think a lot of people in my life were, were super excited for me. Um, you know, everybody, all, all my loved ones made sure that they reached out to me, texted me, and um, it was a really good feeling just, you know, more than anything, you know, knowing that I made them proud. And once again, how hard this thing is that, you know, the work was, the work paid off. So it was just, you know, it was really exciting. Um, and I think everybody in my family also, you know, felt that excitement, which felt good as well. Tyson Bajan joining us. It's Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN 1000. You know, speaking of your dad, he's gotten a lot of headlines and we, we've been intrigued. We love telling the story about um, how famous he is as an arm wrestler, the lefty, and, and, and he's won with bo- both arms. When you're growing up and your dad's a famous arm wrestler, when you're a kid, do you get challenged a lot to arm wrestle? Me and my brother did it when we were little, but um, he didn't really like watching us do it. He kind of thought it was more exciting when we played baseball, basketball, and football. Um, and, you know, it's kind of a hard thing for a kid to get into arm wrestling. I mean, there's not a lot of kids arm wrestling. So we did a little um, You know, eventually we stuck to baseball, basketball, and football, and he actually was, you know, coached on a lot of our youth league teams, which was a lot of fun. And then when you're, when you're starting to sling uh, the football, does he say to you, look, I don't want you arm wrestling under any circumstances? I think once I got to a certain age, you know, he was also he was always really uh, careful whenever me and my brother um, arm wrestle, just make sure that we were using correct form because, you know, if you use that form, it can get ugly pretty quickly. So, um, but yeah, he was always preaching to me that I was going to be a really good quarterback, you know, even when I was a really little kid when it really probably didn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, but he was always saying like, you know, he was always preaching the quarterback thing and that's kind of what, that's what his focus was on. And then I think eventually, you know, uh, one day I was like, man, you know, I really love playing quarterback. So I decided to stick with it and, you know, it came a long way. We could tell from the ESPN piece from a couple of months ago that your father had the ultimate confidence in you. So when you call him and say, Dad, I made it, what were his first words to you? Uh, just how unreal. I mean, he just how unreal it is that, that I made the team, honestly. Because, uh, I mean, when you go back and you look at it, I think – you know, I was stacking good days on good days, but, you know, that really doesn't mean much. Um, you know, that that doesn't necessarily mean mean everything. I mean, it's good to show consistency and, you know, that you care and that you can understand everything. But, you know, this is, you know, this is a tough, this is a tough job and it's tough to get your foot in the door in this, in this business. So he was just kind of just amazed and just couldn't stop, you know, thinking and talking about, you know, what the odds were and that, he, you know, just can't believe how far I've come and that he was proud of me. Do you have any nicknames? Uh, I, not really. I mean, Tice, you know, T-Y-S is about as crazy as it gets. I think people that just start to know me for a code name will call me Ty. But, you know, I always felt that Ty was short for Tyler. Um, <laughs> but so Tice is about as crazy as it gets. But I'm open for any cool okay. nicknames that well, like you know, Bears Nation, it loves its bears. And their uh, nicknames. And their nicknames. Like, we, like this town, Tyson, you're going to learn. Love their backup quarterbacks, love any bear, period, and love their nicknames. So, like, people have already brainstormed some nicknames. You tell us what you think, and these are the, the couple of the best ones that have come through. What do you think about Secret Bajant Man? 
I saw that. I think my grandma sent me something about that. I thought that one. I thought that was pretty clever. I thought that was good. And then because of obviously the Bears' orange colors, Bajan orange. Yeah, I don't know about that one. <laughs> you don't like that one. And Agent Orange, what's that mean? Well, I mean, and it's and it's it's something lethal too, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah. We can settle on on secret agent, man. Well, well, we wait, can wait. That. And what about Dion Miller, who does the Bears pregames with me, uh, because of the, where you went to school, likes to call you the Good Shepherd. That's good. Hey, I like that one too. I like that one. All right, so we we've got two out of the three. That's good. Uh, what what do, what do the tattoos say on your on the sleeve? Um, man, I've got a lot of tattoos. You have to be a little bit more specific, but. You know, my favorite one on the inside of my arm, I got my mother's face. Um, I've got uh, King Leonidas on my forearm from the 300 Spartan movie. Um, I've got the man in the arena speech on the other side of my forearm. Um, I've got, you know, a pack of wolves on my shoulder that represent me and my family. Um, I've got the word Maktub, you know, on the top of my bicep, which is uh, Arabic for it is written, as if your life is already planned out ahead of time. Um so I think you know that's why I got a silhouette of me and my me and my baby dog Kane who passed away yeah. um, five months ago. So he was my first and only dog. So you know, rest in peace to my baby boy Kane. So that's what I got going on on the old arm. I got my grandma's favorite flower on the back of my arm. I got my other grandma's birthday and Roman numerals on the back of my arm, and uh, a lot of I've meaningful got, stuff. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. Sure. My grandfather's initials and my uncle Chad's initials, both whom passed away when I was younger. Um, so that's kind of what's on the arm. Uh, Tyson, what, what is, I mean, we always talk about the, the jump from the collegiate game to the NFL. What has been the, the, the most difficult transition, in your opinion? Just the mental aspect of the game. You know, you're still doing the same kinds of things. It's just a lot more detail-oriented. It's a lot more wordy. I um, mean, you just got to make sure that, you know, even on a slight day, you know, you got to be, you know, you got to have mental preparation. You got to be dialed in mentally. I think in college you can get away with, you know, maybe going through a walkthrough and not having to be as locked in leading up into it. But, you know, at least right now for me, you know, even on walkthrough days, you know, I'm pushing, you know, I'm pushing the limits, you know, mentally just every day, making sure I'm on top of everything, making sure I'm not skipping a beat. How about the speed of the game, whether it's cornerbacks or linebackers or the pass rush that's coming at you? No, I mean, I haven't, I don't think there's much of, I think there's bigger people in the trenches and I think that everybody's a lot smarter. So, you know, it's a, it takes a lot more anticipation. I don't know that it's faster. I just think that everybody is smarter and is always where they're supposed to be, which, you know, obviously makes things a lot harder. Tyson Bajan with us. It's Waddle and Sylvie on your home for the Bears, ESPN 1000. Obviously, everyone wants Justin to be great. Uh, your job is to be the backup right now. If something were to happen, do you think you're ready to play in a real NFL game? Um, you know, God forbid anything ever happened to Justin. That's my guy, and you know he's going to have a very he's going to have a great year this year. Um, however, you know I'm prepared. Um, you know, I'm, you know, I'm as prepared as, as my coaches make me. Um, you know, I think I was successful in college. Um, and I think I'm a really good listener. So all the coaching points, you know, that the coaches have been giving me have been great up until this point. Um, and I think that mixed with just kind of the, you know, playmaker that I have been, I think that could be, you know, a good little mixture, but 
more than anything, just my goal right now is to just be as ready as I can possibly be, be an asset to Justin, obviously. And, you know, everybody always tells me how long of a season it is. So, you know, I'm just, you know, staying dialed in, staying ready and um, ready to do whatever needs to be done, you know, at any given moment. And that's what um, Ryan Pohl said, too, that you need to be there for Justin. How has the relationship been? Has he been good to you? And, uh, and, and how have you been to him? Uh, yeah, I mean, he's been absolutely wonderful to me, you know, and I don't know, you know, I can't speak for him, but I'd like to think that I've been, you know, as as good as I can possibly be to him. Um, yeah, he's, you know, he's been great. He's helped me out a lot. And, you know, my goal going forward is to try and help him as much as I can, just, you know, with the limited NFL knowledge that I have up until this point. How beneficial was it for you, Tyson, that you played in so many games in college, regardless of the level of, of, of opponent, but the fact that you were out there for nearly 50 uh, collegiate games? Yeah, I think it was huge. Um, I don't think you can put uh, you know, I, there's, you can't put a price tag on, you know, how amazing it was that I was able to play in so many games. Um, just because even if I don't necessarily understand uh, the terminology that's being used, some like maybe every once in a while if, they, if they're using terminology that I'm maybe not familiar with, that necessarily doesn't always, it's not always a deal breaker because maybe they're, just, you know, they're probably just calling it something different. But lucky for me, I've probably seen it at least, you know, at least 50 times at one point or another, you know, in my career. So um, it's definitely played to my advantage, and I think it's been a huge reason on why I've been able to do what I've been able to do so far. You know, on uh, Hard Knocks, we always see the rookie show. Oh, yeah. Do you guys have – did you guys have a rookie show? And if so, what did you do? Uh, yeah, each rookie had to kind of go up in front of the team and sing. Um, so we all sang in front of the team. What did you do? Uh, one at a time. I sang a Drake song. Which one? Uh, Forever by Drake. How was it received? Uh, yeah. Can you give us a little? Um, well, nah, y'all know it, but just, <laughs> you, just so y'all know, I killed it and everybody went crazy. Oh, did they? Yeah. We're going to have to ask some folks up there. Yeah, we're, we're going to have to do a cross check here, yeah, Tyson. Ask whoever you want. <laughs> hey, Tyson, it was great to get to know you. All the best to you. Congratulations yes, on a congrats. fantastic story. And um, and here's to not seeing you on the field for a little bit here, all right? But, no offense. Uh, no, no offense, but uh, it's hey. been a fantastic story. Hey, I appreciate it. Thank you guys very much. You got it. Thanks a lot. There's Tyson Bajan, the backup quarterback for yes. the Bears. And, 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 like, you want Justin Fields, as a Bears fan, to flourish, to thrive, to play in all 17 games. So you never see Tyson. And so you never see Tyson. You yeah. want him to sit back there for two or three years and to continue to grow and to be that good story and to be a cool interview. Yeah. But 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 that's what, that's where you want him right now. Yeah. And you want Justin Fields to take that next step and to grow and everything like that. But like it is and it, it's, it's an amazing story. story. I is. mean, he's undrafted and Division and, 2 small school and, and Albert Breer brought up an, a, a good comp. Like a lot of people are saying Brock Purdy. And Joniak confirmed that, too. Joniak is a huge Iowa State guy because he went there. Mm-hmm. And he said there's a lot of good comps watching the film between Purdy and Bajan. But, he, like, Albert Breer even said um, uh, Hoyer. Brian Hoyer's a good comp that he was an undrafted guy who's been a backup in the league for almost 15 years You know, now. it's invaluable, regardless of the level of competition. 
It's invaluable to get the number of snaps that he got. And it's the same story with Purdy with Iowa State. He played, what was it, all four years, I think. So I think there's a trend in the NFL now that front offices are looking for guys as backups or as guys that can start as well, but guys that can step in if they have to sooner rather than later because they have so many games on their resume. Right. So you got uh, Matt Eberflus. You got Bajent. If you want to react, 312-332-3776. Sox fans, this is a day for you to lay on the Waddle and Sylvie couch, too. Or if you want to stand up on the top of the table and yell and scream, be our guest, too. 312-332-3776. In less than an hour, we will bring you exclusively the press conference from the Chris Getz press conference on the south side and chris Katz is expected to join us live as well uh, but do we want to hear from you on what we expected ever since bob nightingale uh, uh wrote that the the Sox were gonna hire him without a search 312-332-3776 it's waddle and sylvie i want to uh, congratulate the entire team at steinhoffels i was out Yesterday for the open house at the new Harwood Heights location, met Andrew Steinhoff, a Boston College grad as well. See, family-run, employee-owned business, and they are all awesome. They take so much pride in their stores, and uh, you can see why they're so great. Shop Steinhoffel's Labor Day mattress sale today. I am. Uh, right now, you can save $700 on adjustable base sets, plus get $300 in Steinhoffel's cash. Tempur-Pedic Queen mattresses start at just $42 per month when you use Steinhoffel's 72-month financing. It's a great deal. Tempur-Pedics are designed to make aches and pains a thing of the past by relieving pressure points and supporting the body as no other mattress can. I need that. Shop online at steinhoffels.com and in-store at their newest Illinois location in Harwood Heights, where I was yesterday. Check them out at Steinhoffels. Ah, commuting in Chicago. Ah, if you're stuck, stick with Waddle and Sylvie. Weekdays 2 to 6. All right, we want to take your calls, whether it's about the Bears. Captains were named today, Edmonds, Eddie Jackson, DJ Moore, Justin Fields. We just had Tyson Bajan on, if you want to react. And, of course, Sox fans, your press conference coming your way exclusively here at 3.30. You want to react to the Chris uh, Getz news, which really isn't all that newsy. But uh, I want to read you some of the Jerry Reinsdorf statements because I don't think he's going to speak. That would be a big upset. There's also Cubs news today. Uh, the September call-ups. How about Alexander Canario is getting called up? He's 23 years old. As Jesse reports, he's recovered from some of those bad injuries that he had that uh, started his season much, much later than expected. And he has had an 866 OPS in uh, AAA this year in these last 36 games. So he's going to be called up. Not PCA yet. Um, so much more on that. All coming up. 312-332-3776. All right, Chicago sports fans. Toyota's national sales event is on. It's the perfect time to squeeze out. Last bit of summer in a new Tacoma, Highlander, Camry, and more. You still have time to get to the lake in a brand new Tacoma. Take the whole family to a cabin in the Highlander. Check out your local farmer's market in a Camry. Do what I do and rav four and take the family to a game. 
There's a Toyota for every adventure, and every Toyota comes with Toyota Care. It's a two-year, 25,000-mile, no-cost maintenance plan that includes roadside assistance. It's a great deal, and it's a value you can expect from Toyota. There's still time to make summer memories in a new Toyota. Visit your local Chicagoland Toyota dealer or toyota.com today. Toyota, let's go places. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. This is Waddle and Sylvie. Listen now in HD on our app and on ESPN 1000. Waddle, one week from today, the NFL kicks off. Can you believe it? Yes. I do believe it. <laughs> it. It hasn't moved fast enough for no, you. exactly. We will be out uh, for the start of the NFL season one week from today at Timothy O'Toole's. Timothy O'Toole's is an iconic Chicago bar. It's where I watched the 2015 Stanley Cup final when the Hawks beat Tampa and they won the cup. It's a good luck bar in my in my book. It was also the good same bar. bar. Right. It's a good luck bar. They won the cup there. I also toasted that night and said one day... I will hopefully get to watch my my Cubs win a World Series. And the following year, they won the World Series. So I think it's good at the start of this football season. We're at Timothy O'Toole's. It can only be good luck for the Bears. So come join us at Timothy O'Toole's. Uh, in, the one in the city. This is uh, at 622 North Fairbanks. It's a Miller Lite event. So come on out a week from today, 2 to 6. See Waddle and me at Timothy O'Toole's. Uh, let's see. John in Phoenix, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Johnny? Hey, boys. Thanks for having me on. Sorry if you hear background noise. I'm uh, working out. But, um, you're what? Gonna, what are you doing? I'm at the gym. At oh, the gym working out. What are you out. doing? What do you got? Workout. Yeah, how many, uh, how many plates you got on the bar? Today's, today's arms, boys. So I'm, I'm just curling 35s today. Oh, look at you. 35s. Yeah, trying to get my weight up. Uh, but no, I was just going to say, um, I haven't seen so much excitement for a backup quarterback since Josh McCown. I get Bajan has like a really awesome story, and McCown came in for for Cutler when he was hurt and put together a nice run. But the one thing I wanted to comment on Bajan is, from what everything I've read and heard on your guys' show, he's a really smart kid, right? And what better guy do you want behind Justin? And not saying Justin's a bad student. But I hear he's really good in the classroom, Beijing. And it'd be really good to have a guy that maybe sees things or understands things a little differently than Justin to help Justin make tweaks to his game so he can become the pocket passer that we all hope and pray that he's going to become. Well, I'm relying at this point, John, uh, I'm relying more on the, the offensive coordinator and the quarterback coach to be the ones that are going to try and help Justin, you know, move his game into the elite level. Uh, it never hurts to have a guy in the quarterback room with you that also understands the game exceptionally well. But this is where I think you're going to get the return on your investment with 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 Luke Getze because you've heard me say it probably ad nauseum. I, I really think that Getze has a good feel for what he wants from his guys and what his guys do best. So I'm leaning more on the offense coordinator at this point than I am Bajan. But Bajan's a good story. I mean, he he really is. I mean... A guy that, and that's why I don't know that he's that popular, but it, it's a good story in the NFL. It came from Shepherd University. I mean, he's a Division II player, wasn't drafted, and now he's going to be the backup for one of the 32 franchises in the NFL. It's a good story. Sure, sure. Peterman is back, and he, who knows, like, 
what order. But again, remember, Purdy didn't start as the backup quarterback no, last year. No, no. Right? It was Lance the starter, Jimmy G, yeah. and then uh yeah. and then Purdy. Like right. it take like again. So so I, I'm gonna be I'd be surprised if in fact, God forbid again, they have to go to a, another quarterback. I'd be surprised if they didn't go to Beijing. Well, look, they cut Peterman. What I didn't understand was, why are you cutting Peterman to only bring him back on the 53? They cut him. Yeah, the only thing I can think of is is that you were creating a space so that maybe you would add a different quarterback that maybe you liked more. I don't know. I, I mean, it's a good question. I don't have a good answer. And I think Peterman is ranked currently as the worst quarterback in the NFL amongst active quarterbacks. Isn't that, that, did, isn't that, that a I stat? Did not know. You didn't know that? I did not know that. I think, I think it is by, like, some sort of measurement. He is known as, like, the worst quarterback amongst active quarterbacks. Tyler. Yeah, that, that gets brought up. Like, anytime Nathan Peterman just exists... You you get like all the oh this was his game in Buffalo when he got wrecked and threw like three interceptions right out of the gate like that, I think yeah it is one of those things that whenever anything happens with Peterman it gets brought up I would he's, say he's this, he, he would have some competition for that title if oh, in fact this, somebody else was given a shot against a good defense yeah yeah there there there, there are plenty of bad arms in the league four right. touchdowns to thirteen interceptions and I bet you can find someone Boy. with equally unimpressive numbers as a backup quarterback I always told you a Boyle who who was here for a cup of coffee last year. No, Timmy Boyle? Is, Timmy it, Boyle. is it Timmy Boyle? I think so. Timmy Boyle was cut by the Jets. I don't know if he caught on with another team. He was featured a little bit on Hard Knocks. His college resume is one of the craziest college resumes ever. I want to say, like, he threw one touchdown in college, and he somehow made it to the NFL. Like, I, I don't know if it's one, but it's it's somehow, Charlie, if you can look that up for me. What he did in college is 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 mind blowing. It's a crazier story than even Bajent that he's somehow here in the NFL. But we could get to that. I want to get to the Sox. Is the Chris Getz hiring the worst approval rating in the history of any hiring in Chicago sports history? Think about that. And I want to give you a poll question that we've already put out there as as reference to this. 312-332-3776 for Sox fans. We've got the press conference in a half hour that we're going to be airing. I want to read you some of the Reinsdorf quotes that are mind-blowing. And uh, we can have a discussion on this coming up next.